0: The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, James breakwell and a psychologist.
1: That's me, Steve Olivas, the smiling psychologist of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage
0: try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less, and as you all know, the best thing about this podcast is that it's 10 minutes, not 25 like our other podcasts, so we get to talk to each other that much less. How are you doing today, Steve?
1: I like, I could just imagine the look on your face like you just bit into something both bitter and sour at the same time when you heard my line, and yet you didn't even address it. You're such a professional, James.
0: I think that is the word that anyone would use to describe this podcast. <laughs> after they used literally any other word in the English language. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. What we do have right. this week is a, a bounty, a plethora of questions, and Ooh. we are going to dive into one of those right now. Here it is. All right. All right. Hello, James and Steve. First of all, I'm a big fan here. I follow both of you on Twitter and listen to oh, both of your podcasts whenever they're out. On, I even re Wrong and Wronger on YouTube. Okay, so we know right now this person's a little mentally unbalanced. So we'll just keep that yeah. in our back pocket. But we <laughs> I'm do, writing that down. Yeah, We, we do appreciate your uh, your lack of standards. Um, all right, so here's the rest of it. All right, so the picture yeah. that, this with me, will you? I currently work in the sales team of my company where I help one of our sales managers uh, with our company's biggest account. The salary is great and work environment is awesome. And I get along quite well with my coworkers. The problem is this customer that I help uh, taking care of. This guy is becoming a huge jerk. Uh, He didn't use the word jerk, but we're going to keep it PG, even though I guess we Mm. swore for the first time in wrong and wronger today. We were just kind of all over the place anyway. We did. (laughs) Yeah. With your mower. What's the no! A stand for, Steve? What's the A stand for?
1: Oh, my God. The word ass is not swearing, James. You Puritan. It's a big, Lord. It's a
0: big donkey mower. That's what he meant. Anyway, I, 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 so I you, swear. <laughs>
1: Ezekiel Jebediah Breakwell over there. I
0: swear I will get through this letter. <laughs> Bear with me. All right. Here, back to the letter. I've had a good relationship with him for the last couple of years, but lately he has been taking me for granted. I spend most nights and weekends helping him out with work-related and personal stuff, uh, but he has been so rude to me in the last couple of weeks that my patience is running thin. At one point, he talked ill of my family and friends in front of me without blinking an eye. I did reach out to my boss, but I know that this customer is super important to our company and we cannot do anything to jeopardize this relationship. What do you guys think I should do? Should I force my hand and ask my company to reallocate me to other accounts? Should I defend my dignity and quit? Oh, I do need to add that my value to my company is due to a very particular skill set that only this account requires. Thank you in advance for your help and guidance, and sorry for the mistakes and typos that my uh, mail may contain. I did not notice a single typo, so good for this guy, despite his low standards. All right. And he ends with cheers. So take it away, Steve.
1: I wrote down a word and circled it because I believe it is the root of everything that is going sideways here. And that is when he said, uh, I I spent evenings and weekends helping this person with work-related and personal things. And I think, ah, all right. So the boundary got blurred, and let this be a lesson to everybody that it's it gets weird when the work boundary starts to become starts to bleed into a personal relationship, and this is why you're not supposed to have like uh, these. Uh, dual relationships with people because it becomes unsteady. We're not sure how to approach each other. How do we take each other seriously? This is why you can never be friends with someone who has seen you naked, James. Like, how do you go backwards (laughs) after a relationship like that? It's ludicrous. But anyway, so this person probably... Uh, is starting to treat you like you're one of their chums. And then when you go all, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be guiding you on this work-related thing, it irritates the other person, or it irritates might be a little overblown. It it confuses the other person, which in turn ir- is irritating to them. So having said all of that, in the future, I would maintain a much clearer boundary with your customers on what is work-related and stay out of the personal-related realm. You do tend to teach people how to treat you. So kind of pay attention to your own needs and uh, the reason that you entered a personal relationship with this person. But as far as how to proceed with this customer in particular, it's unfortunate that you have the skill set that only is deemed necessary for this one. Because my first thought was, Rather than look at it as take, have your boss take you off of this customer, my thought was you need someone else on this customer, someone to replace you. Because I think it's hard, like with the person who has seen you naked, to walk it back to friendship. It's going to be hard to walk this one back to being a professional relationship. I don't know if you've seen each other naked. Doesn't sound like that's the case. But even be that as it may, I think you've probably put a little too much personal in the stew, and you need someone to come in and just be the professional person. So if taking you off means you have to find another job, I don't believe this one is salvageable, given what I already know. What do you say, James?
0: That is uh, some unexpected pessimism for you, but I like it. I like New Dower Steve <laughs> doused in reality. It's um, I think you're probably right. So uh, I, I would say there's a couple factors to take into account here for how to handle this. One is um, how powerful is this guy you're dealing with? Is he just their contact point, or is he the decision maker? Like, is he the head honcho over there? Because if if there's a possibility, I mean, one workaround here would be: can you establish contacts with somebody else at the company and deal with them that way? Uh, maybe just for a few things here or there at first and kind of gradually slide it over that way. Uh, the second thing to consider is how easy is it for this person or this company to drop your company from their business? Is this something that at the drop of a hat, you know, he could say, you offended me on this phone call. I'm never dealing with you again. Or is this something where you're locked in for a three-year contract and no matter how much they hate you, you guys are kind of still in bed together for better or for worse. Oh, on that note, uh, with your uh, your naked analogy, Steve, first of all, anyone, yeah. I-, I think you were saying that after you see someone naked, uh, you know. there's a level of intimacy there. But anyone who has seen you naked has definitely become an enemy and probably is blind. So that's, <laughs> I don't know that that analogy really applies in this case. Uh, so <laughs> I w- Even
1: my wife averts her gaze nowadays, James. What the <laughs> so
0: heck? I think uh, as much as it pains me to say this, I, I, I will agree with Steve. I think it's probably too late for you to salvage your relationship with this one individual. Uh, and the only way I would try is if it's a situation where they can't bail on your company easily. So it's going to be one of those things things where maybe you can maybe you can on your end, uh, be a little bit less personable going forward as far as divulging personal things and things like that. Remind yourself that it is just a job. Uh, you know, I think we've all had to repeat that mantra in our head before when things get bad at work and we're not, but not necessarily bad enough for us to jump ship. So see if you can detach yourself emotionally from what he's spewing at you. Just repeat, it's just a job in my head. And if you can get through with that, and you know, enjoy all the other perks of your job, your awesome coworkers, the awesome business overall, uh, your you know, your good bosses, and the good pay, uh, then stick it out. And if this unpleasantness is enough to cancel all of that out, then, yeah, it's time to look for another job. But ultimately, you're the only one who can run that math and see how it's going to work out. Uh, unfortunately, though, jerk, uh, jerk guy at the other company is probably going to stay jerk guy at the other company, and that is uh, just part of life at this point. Uh, any closing thoughts, Steve?
1: Yeah. The other thing that I would suggest is bounce this off of your boss and C, is there a way to set up a puppet regime where another employee sort of acts as the connective tissue between uh, the other, your customer and your company, but you are still pushing the buttons and pulling the levers behind the scenes. You're the one with the skill set, but you don't necessarily have to be the one that maintains that relationship. And if your boss has been around the block a couple times, they might be savvy enough to be able to pull this out of the fire and somehow set up a scenario where the guy and you don't have to actually conversate, but you still get all of the uh, the boxes checked for that customer and their company
0: this actually it kind of reminds me of the show Mad Men which I gave up on at some point partway through but I made it a couple seasons in but it's about ad executives back in the 60s and uh, all of their business depends very much on personal relationships it's an old boys club and if you offend a guy you know for this reason or that he could just pull his business at the drop of a hat it kind of sounds like that's what this is here that you know you have to put up with somebody's boorish behavior because it means money to the company so if all else fails go watch Mad Men and realize that life could be worse. I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like,
1: get him drunk and uh, get <laughs> pictures of him in compromising positions and then uh, all will be forgiven on his part.
0: Right, well, if you would like some realistic pessimism from us, send your relationship question in to James Breakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. It doesn't have to be a marriage question. It can be a work question. It can be a conflict between friends, parent, child, parent, pet, whatever you've got, send it in. This has been another week of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.